Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I'm Andy Brownell and I'm joined again by Jenna Tobble. Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience with First Alliance Credit Union. I never get your full title in, Jenna. Uh, it's a long one. I can see why. <laughs> well, good morning. Good morning. Last week, we talked about financial goals, setting them and sticking to them. Yeah. What's the good money moves topic today? Yeah, so I don't know about you, Andy, but I am getting cabin fever. I'm ready to go on a vacation, <laughs> somewhere warm, maybe a beach would be involved. And according to TripAdvisor survey that recently came out, I am very much not alone in that feeling. Actually, there's about 71% of Americans that are planning to travel in 2022, and a large majority of them are planning to take a trip that they've been waiting to take since 2020, so before the pandemic yeah, started, they I had thought to that cancel. Number, and, I thought that number would have been higher. You know, I'm... <laughs> You're right. It probably could be. <laughs> but yeah, I, I am, I've got cabin fever really bad right now. So we're talking all about how to plan your travel and vacations and do it affordably because that's what's on my mind these okay. days. <laughs> affordable vacations. Yeah. So where do we start with planning this affordable vacation? Yeah. So, well, you can probably guess this, but any great financial plan starts <laughs> with a budget and vacations are no exception, of course. Right, so, uh, but a vacation budget can really kind of help minimize overspending, right? And just generally make your trip a little bit more enjoyable, both during and after the trip, right? Then you don't come back to this giant credit card bill you weren't anticipating. Um, But the budgeting process for a vacation is just a little bit different than putting together, you know, a monthly budget that you're tracking with your daily expenses, right? The general concept is definitely the same. So you take the money you have available and determine the best uses for it to maximize your spending ability. Um, you'll need to think about what trip expenses you'll have to pay and also prepare for any unexpected costs that may arise when you're kind of building out this vacation budget. Flat tires, yeah, lost reservations. Mm-hmm. Extra bags, fees. Yeah that the airline likes to tack on at the last minute. Yeah, a layover where you have to buy a meal. Yep, yep, all yeah. kinds of things that can happen. <laughs> and of course, with you, Jenna, I knew that budgeting would be involved. How do we start putting together that vacation budget? Yeah, well, I w- you know, the first step is to really determine the available funds that you have for the vacation. Um, you know, and these funds can come from, you know, one of several places or even a combination of them, right? So you have your existing savings, right? That's the money you currently have sitting in a savings account or your checking account that you can spend towards your vacation. Then there's future savings, right? So if you're planning a trip that's a little bit farther out, how how much can you save up before the trip happens? You know, realistically, looking back at those SMART goals we talked about last week would be a really great way to help you figure that out. That's probably the best way to do it, right? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, anytime you don't have to take out financing, you're, it's usually good, but that financing a vacation is also an option, right? A lot of people do use credit cards or a personal loan to take vacations. I know, um, I know a guy, mm-hmm. and I don't know if he still does this, 
But what he, <laughs> what he would do, they would take one big vacation every year, mm-hmm. and he would plan ahead, and he would find a credit card that offered a 12-month um, mm-hmm. no payment, no interest deal, mm-hmm. and he would take that out, and he would pay for the vacation with it, and then take that one year and make monthly installments to pay it off. Interest-free because of that, yeah. right? And I, always suggested, yeah. and I always suggested to him, why don't you just make those payments into your savings account and then just have the money. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Well, that's that's the logic, right? It's is it are you paying for it before you go or after you go? Yeah. And one of them is a more expensive option. <laughs> Let's be real. Yeah, if you slip up just once, then you're going to have that interest charge. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, you know, part of regardless of what option you choose or what works for you, right? Once you know what those available funds are, you can start figuring out how you expect to really use those. And and with a vacation budget, there's some key categories that are going to be there no matter what type of vacation you go on, whether it's a, a weekend trip a, or an international trip, whether it's, you know, one day trip or a, you know, two week long trip, the, the same kind of key categories you're going to have to think about, right? The travel costs, how are you getting there? Are you flying? Are you driving? Are you taking an Uber? Do you need a rental car? Those types of costs would fall under like the travel, yep. right? And then lodging. So are you going to stay in a hotel? Are you camping? Are you renting a cabin? Are you doing, are you hopping around to a couple different Airbnbs? Are you, you know, what are those costs going to look like? And then of course you want to make sure you include food. As we mentioned (laughs) earlier, you got to eat. And when you're traveling, it can be really hard to cook. But if you're staying in something like an Airbnb, you might have that option. But so you're going to have to try to figure out how much are we going to need to spend on restaurants and snacks and drinks. A lot. Yeah. It tends to be a much bigger portion than you would anticipate. So if round up (laughs) would be my suggestion. Considerably. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the food expenses, the one that probably trips people up the most because it's really hard to truly know how much it's going to cost you unless you're planning every single restaurant ahead of time and you know exactly what, what meal you're going to be in the mood for when you get there, right? That oh, was- and you also <laughs> find out that the closer you are to whatever attraction you want to be at, the higher the restaurant costs. The, exactly. the money, the fees on the meals go way up. Very oh, quickly. absolutely. Especially if you, you know, those hotel restaurants too yep. tend to be more expensive than some of the other ones that are in town. So it's just, those are some things to keep in mind too. Um, but of course, then you have your entertainment costs, right? Are you, do you need to pay entrance fees to get into a theme park? Are you buying show tickets? Do you plan to buy souvenirs, right? So what are the, some of those things you can plan ahead and have a really good idea of what that cost is going to be, but other things you may have to just decide ahead of time. Okay, well, I'm not spending more than a hundred dollars on right. souvenirs years on this trip or whatever that money amount is that makes sense for you you each get one bumper sticker <laughs> yeah you get a magnet that was always <laughs> the, the souvenir i was yeah, allowed to get as a child a or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then just plan you know i would say a 10 to 20 percent buffer for those unexpected costs that we kind of talked about before because nothing is going to spoil your vacation more than having to pay for something unexpectedly and you feel like you just blew your whole budget to reconcile whatever just happened right so it's going to be really important that you do kind of plan that buffer just for your own peace of mind you bet i mean a breakdown on the car or whatever it may be 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, the ultimate goal being that whatever you have available to spend, right, wherever those funds are coming from and how much ever you decide that is for you and your trip, ultimately, the amount that you plan to spend should be equal to or less than preferably the amount that you determined that you could afford. And that's the gist of budgeting, right? right. Don't spend more than you have to spend and know what you're going to do with that money before you spend it. I couldn't do it. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep if I were just to go on a whim and say, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of people that do that though. Yeah. And I'm definitely not one of them either. I need to at least have a ballpark idea of how much we're spending on exactly. something, you know? <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. And, and now, you know, the airfares are up uh, and mm-hmm. gas prices are higher. Yeah. Um, I imagine uh, even the hotel rooms are, are costing more. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, and with things like planning for that travel and stuff, there are, you know, really interesting tools online that you can use to help you to figure out what's more cost effective for you based on your trip. There's calculators out there that will say, okay, well, average airfare is going to cost this based on the type of car you have. Your gas mileage costs would be this for your car. So you can kind of decide what's going to save you the most money up front, which is nice. And then I've come across in my travels before an, an app, and I uh, I want to say it was called Gas Buddy, but it will tell you the you know what gas stations on sure. your planned route are going to have the cheapest prices along the way, so you can kind of help plan that way a little bit too. I think you're right. I think that is the website. Mm-hmm. The other thing with the you know the air travel, you obviously get there quickly over a long distance, and if you're driving, you got to factor in hotel stays during mm-hmm. the trip, which are so that too, right. big yep. part of the equation. Absolutely. Okay. So budgeting for this seems pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Earlier, you were talking about financing, and we kind of chatted a little about that as a way to pay for a vacation. Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> is that really the uh, one of the better options? Well, you know, the short answer is, and I say this a lot, but it depends. <laughs> Uh, I would say before relying solely on a credit card or a personal loan to really fund your vacation or your travel plans that you have, you should re- you do need to know how much you can actually afford. Like it doesn't absolve you of having an understanding of what that's going to cost you, right? So using a loan or a credit card to obtain your vacation goals actually means you need to probably be even more mindful of the costs of the trip that you're about to partake, right? Um, so you don't have that unexpected credit card bill or you maybe take out more loan than you need to or not enough and you find yourself having to dip into your savings anyway or use a credit card on top of it like you don't want to be in that position Um, so you know you just really need to understand ahead of time before you choose this option you know how much is that trip going to cost you You still need to put that budget together and and figure out those numbers Um, especially like I mentioned especially if you plan to apply for a personal loan um, to take your vacation it's going to be really important that you know how much of a loan you need and that you aren't going to go over that or that you aren't taking out significantly more than you actually need to take the trip you want to take You also need to know how much you'll be paying back on that loan or that credit card every month after the fact. How long is it going to take you to pay that cost back? You don't want to. You probably don't want to go out more than twelve months, kind of like what your your friend in your example did before. That would probably be be the longest stretch of time you would want to pay that back on. And it's going to take a lot of discipline to do that. It is, right? And then you you know part of that too is then you need to determine if you can truly afford to repay that amount over that period of time. 
It's got to so be in your budget. It's, yeah, you, right. Because the last thing you want to, you know, nothing is going to sour your vacation memories more than coming back home to more debt that you truly can't afford to pay back. You're going to regret that. And it's going to, you know, any fun that you would have had on that trip, while you might still remember the fun, you're going to also now be faced with this giant bill that you may not want to have yeah. to deal with. It was fun, but now it's a headache. Yeah. And, you know, so I would say, you know, the best option is to save money over time, right? Using those smart goals we discussed last week. Um, but sometimes it's just not always realistic, depending on the trip you plan to take or how soon you plan to take it. So, you know, there's a lot of people who have dream trips that they want to go on and they are going to be expensive and they want to take them, you know, maybe you're retired and you are finally ready to take the trip of the lifetime and you want to just take it now and you don't have the time to save up that money, you know, that, right. so you have to rely on that loan. That's so again, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with doing that. It's just having a plan in place for how to pay that sure. off and just be really mindful of those repayment obligations before you choose that option, right? Um, but it can be a very viable option for people. And a lot of people do a combination of the two, right? And there's nothing wrong with that either. It's just, it's all about planning yep. and setting yourself up for success either before or after the vacation. Have the plan. Yes. Okay. We're talking about how to budget and finance your vacations. And we will return with more Good Money Moves with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union in just a few moments on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach. Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking about planning for, budgeting for, and paying for vacations today on Good Money Moves with Jenna Tobble at First Alliance Credit Union. Uh, we we're talking about using credit cards and personal loans to potentially finance a vacation. And that made me think of what I was referring to earlier, the, I guess, the reward cards, travel reward cards. How do they work? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so travel cards... There, if if you have a rewards card, they they work very similarly, you know, to to those, but they just have this special travel kind of piece built into them, right? With travel cards, you can either earn points or miles, right? And that term, the term used for those varies by the card and who's issuing it, right? So, um, and you can use them for making, you know, paying for travel related purchases and typically everyday purchases as well. Um, so once you kind of accumulate enough points or miles on the card, you can then redeem them for rewards like flights and hotel stays. Um, sometimes if you have enough points or miles racked up, you can get free flights or free hotel rooms. Um, you know, if you travel a lot, having one of these cards can be actually a really smart financial tool to help you pay for more travel in the future um, because you can get those free benefits or very or discounted rates and things like that for having those cards. So they can be very beneficial to the frequent traveler. Um, and of course, you know, there's a wide variety of travel kind of focused rewards cards. Uh, you'll see most airlines and major hotel chains offer some type of travel rewards card. Um, but there are also like a ton of just general and like premium 
style travel options out there as well. Um, so really just take some time and do some research to figure out which, if this is something you want to start using to, to book your travel and things like that, that you just find one that's going to work for the type of travel that you do. Is there, um, yeah. Is there an advantage to do the travel card rather than just the generic rewards card? Um, yeah, there does tend to be actually some additional perks that kind of come with a travel card that you wouldn't necessarily get with a general rewards card. Don't, okay. don't get me wrong. There's a lot of rewards cards out there where you can redeem points for trips, right? That's right. that's a thing. Our you choose rewards card, you know, if you rack up enough points, you can redeem it for a cruise or something, I think. Um, so there's, there's definitely options like that out there. The perk with the travel cards, though, um, typically, especially if you have one that's specific to an airline, you'll get things like priority boarding for your flights, access to like that special airport lounge or Okay. And a lot of times they'll also include things like travel insurance coverage, um, depending on the type of card. So there's there's definitely some perks involved with that. Um, and, you know, just being able to redeem those points again for, for flights, hotel stays, even like full vacation packages sometimes, depending on the card that you choose. So there's definitely some differences between a travel card and a general rewards okay. card to take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the, the caveat, though, to be mindful of here is that most rewards card program, and this includes travel rewards cards programs, you only earn points if you pay as you pay off the balances. So if you're not paying off balances that you incur, you may never get to reap the benefits of that rewards card. And you're paying interest. And you're paying interest. Yep. So that's just something to keep in mind. The ideal thing would be to be the business traveler and be allowed to use your own rewards card for your business travel and be reimbursed by your employer. Yeah, I think you got a good strategy there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll plan on it. <laughs> I'll be planning for a long time. How's that? Yeah. All right, uh, Jenna Tobbles here. We're going to take a really quick break and come back with more Good Money Moves on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're back with more Good Money Moves. Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union. Are there any tips that we should know about for saving money while we're out traveling and enjoying our vacation? Yeah, I mean, there's tons of ways that you can save money while you're traveling to really help make your vacation a little bit more affordable and also really just allow you to spend less money on the on the getting there part and the and more money on the fun stuff you want to be doing that make the trip enjoyable, yeah. right? Um, so airlines and flights, right? So if you make your traveling plans in advance, you know, that's probably the better route to go because typically what you see is airlines will bump up the prices the closer it gets to the date of the travel, right? So if you can purchase your tickets early and as in advance as you possibly can, you can actually save a lot of money on tickets um, and get some pretty cheap flights, actually. I've actually been on a website and was looking at a price mm-hmm. when I had a conversation about whether or not to book and went back and it was up 20 bucks. 
I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think another really smart thing to do is do some comparison shopping on, on the tickets, right? There's, there's all kinds of discount websites out there that will get you a discount or, or websites that help you kind of compare options. Um, and then compare those directly with what the airline is offering, right? Because sometimes those websites have an, an additional fee built in for using uh-huh. them. Like, you know, so just some things to pay attention to, um, and just see where the best price is. Um, and I, you could even put your, you know, if you use Google Chrome, you can put your browser into that incognito mode so that the algorithms can't track your cookies and, yep. and bump up your your costs on you because they know you're looking for flights, right? That's yep. that does happen. I've done. Um, yeah, um, but also a really, you know, it can be kind of a pain in the butt, honestly. But if you're willing to use connecting flights instead of direct flights, you can you can save some money that way too. Um, because you're kind of taking those smaller hops to get to your destination. Um, And we talked about this kind of briefly earlier, but if you can try to consolidate all your things into that allotted number of free carry-on bags that you're allowed in order to really avoid charges for some of those bigger bags that are checked, you can save all, uh, probably depending on how many people you're traveling, I mean, several hundred dollars potentially just in baggage fees by bringing less things with you. That worked um, great for us until my daughter was a teenager. Forget it. Yeah. The argument was not worth it. Yeah. No. Your sanity is, <laughs> there's a price to your sanity. There is. <laughs> um, and, you know, we talked about this too. Sometimes just take a minute to, to, to kind of weigh the options between flying and driving because sometimes driving can be more cost effective depending on your destination and the type of vehicle you drive. So just take a moment to kind of consider that as well. Um, you know, and we kind of, we talked about this already food. It's a huge expense, but you got to have it. You can't skip it. Right. Um, so really if you can plan meals in advance as much as you can, so you kind of have a better idea of how much you're going to spend, you won't have to wait until you're starving to try to find the closest restaurant to you. Right. Which can yep. often end up leading to some really unexpected prices on your, on your bill. So, you know, if you're going to be staying at the same hotel, for the whole, you know, length of your vacation, you know, figure out what some of the food places are near the hotel or near the places you're going to be visiting and kind of have a couple of them in mind that you would be willing to go to. So you can kind of check out the pricing before. And then you at least have a ballpark of where things are at. Then you're not ending up at a fine dining restaurant by accident and having a $300 bill or something like that. You can pack a cooler full of sandwiches. You can do that too. Absolutely. Unless you're flying, you might not be able to do that. that. But if you're driving, definitely do that. (laughs) Um, And look for those hotels that offer you that that free continental breakfast, right? It's one less meal you have to pay for. Um, Or you find a hotel that's within, you know, walking distance of some other affordable food options, like I mentioned, right? Because I mentioned this earlier in the show, most restaurants with hotels within a hotel tend to have those higher prices. So if you don't have to use that one, don't. Some of those um, continental breakfasts are getting really good. They are. I'm, I'm all for free breakfast. I love breakfast. So and it's, I love it even more when it's free. So I look for those yeah. all the time. The waffles <laughs> and maybe some eggs. Yeah. Sausages. Yeah. Even if they just have one of those little grab and go type 
things. That's fine. As long as just, again, one less meal you have to pay for (laughs) while you're traveling. Right. Um, uh, and also like if you're staying at an Airbnb, you probably are going to have access to a kitchen. So plan some meals that you cook. Um, so you're not eating out or doing takeout for every meal, right? It can just save a couple, a couple more bucks that way. Um, of course, lodging, since we're talking hotels and Airbnbs, right? Think about if there are any smaller towns nearby the places that you're planning to visit, right? You might be able to find one that's what, maybe 15 minute drive, right? And if you're planning to have a rental car anyway, it's really not that big of a deal than to drive 15 minutes to your destination. And you can actually save a lot of money staying at a hotel in a smaller town versus the main hub of your vacation location. Could be hundreds per night. Potentially, absolutely. Um, you know, and if you're planning on staying in the same area for a long period of time, then you can, you could consider doing, you know, renting a vacation home or Airbnb type situation versus a hotel because they tend to be more cost effective long term, right? Um, especially if you have a, you know, if you're taking a big family vacation, you can all kind of divvy up the cost of that house or that Airbnb, right? You know, that's what my family does every year. We do a big family trip and rent a cabin and we split the cost and it's affordable for everybody that way. So as long as you can get along. (laughs) Yes. There's always that. Okay, how about transportation? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Rentals. great question. Yeah, so renting a car, um, if you're going to rent a car, get the smallest vehicle you truly need for the size of your group because the smaller the vehicle, the less it's going to cost you in rental charges and you're going to save a lot more money on gas as well. So if you don't need the SUV for you and one other person, get get the little sedan or whatever it is like you don't have to go all out on the rental car it's just getting you from point a to point b and honestly you're probably not going to be in it that long um if you won't be traveling too far from your hotel during your trip it might just be cheaper to skip the rental car altogether you know now in in a world where we have uber and lyft and pretty much every city um, you can get around pretty quickly and for a lot less than a rental car if really if how you have to really determine how much you're going to be driving around anyway we have done Um, three different vacations where we planned it out where our hotel was where we able to use public transportation either trains or buses yeah that too yeah there's a lot of bigger cities tend to have really good um, transportation infrastructure Mm -hmm. that you can rely on as well that's absolutely true um and then depending on the time of year and where you're traveling right just walk Right. It's great exercise, and you kind of get this really unique opportunity to explore the area that you wouldn't have if you were driving. So just it can be kind of an added bonus to your trip, and you might come across some unexpected things that really just add some flavor to your vacation. So All right. So now that you've really given me a case of cabin fever by talking mm-hmm. about vacations, <laughs> can you tell us um, where we can find out more? More information about how to budget and plan for my next vacation. Absolutely. As always, I encourage everyone to visit our website at firstalliancecu.com. 
get subscribed to our blog. We release new financial tips and advice out there every week. We just released a new blog post about traveling safely on your vacation and how to save some money. So you can go find that. Um, We also have a free vacation budget worksheet in our online resource center that can help you plan ahead for your vacation costs. Um, You know, we also have free online guides about topics like budgeting and saving to help you along the way. Um, And I mentioned setting using those smart goals, that smart goals worksheet from last week. Again, you can find that in our online resource center. Um, Of course, if you're a member at First Alliance already, you can use free tools um, from within our online and mobile banking, like our My Money tool and our My Cards tool to help you keep track of your spending while you're on vacation and planning for it. Um, You know, those any of the past episodes I've mentioned in this show so far, you can go back and listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. But you can also get subscribed to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify.